be us. Y'all need to know that. We come in here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got oh that. God. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in. It is a throwback Thursday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Join the conversation. We want to hear from you guys. It's been uh, it's been a while. Uh, back in for the rest of the week. Moving forward, we got uh, a lot um, to talk about regarding the Broncos. It's fantasy football season. We're in the midst of it right now. Um, maybe you had a draft already. Maybe you're drafting this week, this week, next week. I mean, it's like going down. You know, I'm at the mall. Meet me at the club. It's going down. Meet me at the mall. Um, okay. So, no preseason action for Russell Wilson and some of the Broncos star players yet. Josh Allen. Uh, it's going to be playing, saying, uh, someone in Buffalo saying they, they got to get him ready for the regular season. Got to tune him up. Patrick Mahomes played over the weekend. Saw that. It is wild to me that they're putting those guys on the field. Even just those guys. You could play every other player. Go get Justin Jefferson some touches and go get Tyreek Hill and go get, um, who's his replacement? Juju Smith some reps. You know, in preseason game one for two or three series, and then maybe in game two for a series, and then you shut them down, and we gear them up for week one, but not your quarterback. I just wouldn't do it. The investment is not worth, again, I just couldn't imagine anybody in the world, <sighs> if Josh Allen was to get hurt, them saying, well, man, you know, they're trying to get ready for the start of the season or the regular season. No. If if you look rusty, if the defenses are ahead for week one and week two of the NFL season, well at least it was, you know, for something. At least at least it mattered. If your guy gets hurt in a game, it can't be for a game that doesn't matter. Champ Bailey was playing in the third quarter of a preseason game, injures his foot, his career's over. He's never the same. He's never the same, and that was just at the cusp of the Broncos starting to do something really special when during the pain era. Champ would have extended his career and been able to have maybe been a missing piece or helped them in 48 and could have turned, converted into a safety and all that kind of stuff and hung around until the, until the end. Maybe. I don't know if that's true, but I know the guy got hurt and his career ended because of an injury that happened in the third quarter of a preseason game. That's, I just, I could, wouldn't, don't, can't do it. Can't win with, you know what I would do if I'm the NFL is make the preseason, put, you know, red jerseys on the quarterbacks in the preseason games. You can't tackle the quarterback, you know? Um, I don't know if you, you can't outlaw tackling because that's what the preseason games are for. Then why even, you know, have the preseason games or why not put flags on them? I guess, you know, and I'm, Kind of half joking, maybe serious. I don't know. I got to think about it. But yeah, it's wild to see Patrick Mahomes out there. I was like, is this real? Is this from last year? Is this live? What is this? Big cheer? What is that? What is that? Um, yeah, so it looks like Kadri. Should we stop the show again? <laughs> Ka- 
Audrey signs with the I know he tricked you. It's not the Islanders. He signs with the Calgary Flames. What? Big cheer? Are you kidding me? What is that? The Flames, man, who were right there, the the, the team that everybody thought was the one team that was going to give the Avs some fits and some troubles. Now, the team that they believe he's the missing piece of? Wow. Can't make that kind of storyline up. Who did they lose? Oh, the Flames lost uh, Matthew Kachuk. Well, they got them a cadre who was a gamer. And we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I'm, I'm sad to see him go. But I think we absolutely got the most out of the guy for who the guy is. Emotional, all that kind of stuff. Cost us a playoff run, maybe. Yeah, and cost a playoff run. Cost himself and hurt the team last uh, two years ago. And then maybe was the ultimate difference maker and the guy that propelled them for not the best player. That's Makar and then... You know, Nate, the great. But the guy that was able to propel them forward, the push, the, you know, the uncle of those guys or the big brother was going to go in there and not let, you know, pave the way and not let them fail. That was Kadri. Big moments. Pretty sick. Pretty special. Gotta say. Uh, I'll miss him. Damn, Kadri Alvarez, he, he was, you know, just here for, didn't seem like all that long, but. That might be one later down the line. Got to have that Kadri Avs jersey, man. Stanley Cup edition. What are you going to say? No. Uh, what are your it, feelings? It, it sucks to lose Kadri. What are you, you feeling know? inside as of your a, body as, right as now? As a uh, former, not former, I am a St. Louis Blues fan. As a St. Louis Blues fan. You no, know, you could be a former. I, I'm uh, No, I'm not a former. I am a St. Louis Blues fan, and it sucks to see what he did against the Blues and that wild hat trick game but losing a guy like that for the avalanche is is rough you know uh when nathan uh, mckinnon was struggling in the beginning of the year when a lot of the stars were struggling cadre was that guy cadre was a guy that stood up and going to the all-star break i believe he had the most points in the team on the team yeah you know it's gonna suck losing a guy of his importance they definitely have the depth to get similar production out of the other guys on the team that cadre had last year and the year before yeah but the leadership he's he he showed, the ability to be the heel when it's that's the to best. take the pressure off of that guy. You know, we we saw he was getting death threats by. Uh, that's Lewis the fans. best. That's the best definition of that guy. Like we he, love hills, you and I. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah. and it, it sucks to lose that guy. And they they do have the the players that can yeah come close to. They're not they're not worse production. off by losing Kadri because they you know they have so many young and talented guys. They will fill the cracks and fill the voids. And then I still think Nathan McKinnon has uh, even a, a more of a ceiling of a superstar. He's you know a chance to be the best offensive player in the league. And Kale McCarr is 23 years old, and people are already at 23 years old considering him maybe the really the best player in hockey right now, even if he's a year or two away from really growing into into that. So they'll be able to fill in the cracks and fill in the voids. Uh, again, the third straight season, the Avalanche will come in with a new starting goaltender, right? For a third straight season, that's kind of wild to think about. But I'll, you know, right? Didn't it Grubauer? It was Gruby, and then it was... Last year it was? Darcy Kemper. Darcy, now it's, now it's Gorgiev. Go, yeah, Gorgiev. 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 
your your gift. Um, but yeah, so that's you know, again. But that's the sign of a team that is built to have so much success, not because of a goaltender you rode to a Stanley Cup uh, or an all-time great goaltender. You know what I mean? It's not like you got Patrick Wabak or Mike Richter back there for you know ten years, the same guy. So um, it's all good, man. Because if the Avs and and Joe Sakic thinks your gift could be better than Darcy, then I believe it too. Because why would I believe otherwise? Now I'm in. They they do it. They make the move. They say it. Then I'm going to believe it because it seems like almost every move that Joe Sakic has made has been the right one. And um, even if there's been a few misses in between. His success rate is, you know, on the big decisions has been through the roof. Kale McCarr wasn't the number one overall pick. Nathan McKinnon wasn't e- wasn't either. It wasn't an easy draft. Math Austin Matthews or draft Connor McDavid number one overall. Jack Hughes. It wasn't like that. They had to after usually one guy or two guys that everyone thinks is really crazy super special. Then there's about five or six other guys that um, you know can be had in any particular order, like any mock. Okay. Um, I mean, the Avalanche show yeah. you don't need a dominant goaltender to win a cup. You just have a no, competent one, a good one. I mean, even those not, guys were good. Darcy Kemper was, was good. arguably the the weakest goaltender out going into the second and third round of the NHL playoffs. They won because they had the crazy. That's not depth. a diss because all the teams, no, all the you know like teams that were left all featured elite goaltenders. No, you 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 beat the uh, the top goaltender in the league, arguably in Andre Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the best goaltender last year, statistically, the guy who won the best goaltender award, Igor Shosturkin, didn't even make the finals. It's not just a goal. Uh, you, I hear this a lot, you know, uh, in hockey circles, that if you have an elite goaltender, you you are arguably the best team to win, the most, the team with the best odds to win the cup if you have a dominant goaltender. Yeah. The Avalanche, they had a, a serviceable plus goaltender and just a crazy amount of depth and speed that... It didn't matter who was goaltending. It could have been Shesterkin. It could have been Mark Andre Fleury from five years ago. The Avalanche were going to win the cup because of the crazy depth that Joe Sackick put around them, and goaltending that was serviceable enough to get the job done when he needed to. All right, that's good stuff. Uh, Kadri is goners. Oh, I like that. Uh, your hockey stuff is uh, premier. Um, I take it back. You're not a Gorgiev. You're just a good dude. Uh, let's go to break 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Come back, hit us. We'll catch up on the text line. We will, if you want to hit us in the hotline, maybe we could do some the next segment of the segment after. Uh, a lot to talk about. Barely scratched the service on the Broncos, trying to just catch up here. Got the Belichick retiring after the season rumor we can talk about. Shout out to the Sharpest Rides. TheSharpestRides.com. The standard in the game. These guys are the best, man. You, there's something on their lot for you, whether you're looking for something real super luxury, something a little bit luxury, right? Or if you're looking for um, a vehicle that's big enough for your family, if you're looking for a little, something sporty, they got a big room with some classic cars too, man. You want you a hot rod. You just want something to go have fun with. If you're selling your vehicle, well, then give an opportunity to buy it before you, um, like... Go to one of these places where you type in the info online and they give you an offer or before you just take it to put on Craigslist and deal with all that nonsense. Take it to Kevin and his guys. Let him make you an offer on it and you'll be leaving there um, with a check. And uh, you can go to California. 
You can go to some Angels games, go to Disneyland, but then your money will be gone at that point. Uh, Danny Williams, along with Andrew, he's at AJ Dat on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Back on the other side, it's Smiley Sports. People in Colorado have pride in their state. Tap 14 has that same love for the local flavor, and they show it every day. 70 craft beers, plus 100 small batch spirits, all from Colorado. Add in a locally sourced, freshly prepared menu, and you have Lodo's favorite rooftop. You'll find Tap 14 just a half block from Coors Field on Blake, or visit their sister's spot in Uptown, Colorado Campfire, at the corner of 19th and Logan. Colorado craft beers and spirits, with amazing views of the Denver skyline. That's Tap 14. Ever rolling a fatty? No, I think you misheard me. I'm talking about fatty bikes. That's right. Fatty bikes and fattybikes.com is the future of fat tire electric bikes. And they're a Denver company. Fatty bikes are fat tire electric bikes that can be customized in thousands of different ways. Check these guys out and roll with me and fatty bikes as I journey into the world of badass fat tire electric bikes. Different style bikes in any color and custom to order. 720-440-2971. It's fatty bikes and fattybikes.com. Let's say you want to throw Smooth like butter Like a criminal undercover Don't pop like trouble Breaking into your heart like that Ooh. Cool shade stunner Oh yeah Jungkook J-Hope The whole crew 303-831-1340 The hotline as well as the text line Thanks for being with us it is 11.17 a.m. in the Mile High City. Kind of weird to say. Should be off by now. Uh, but we go till noon now. Nooner. And then we hand it off to Gil. Is who? Who's on at noon? Yeah, uh, noon to one is Gil. <clears throat> one to two, it <clears throat> is uh, the fan cave. It's movie day! It is movie day, actually. It's Thursday's always movies. movie day for Gil. <laughs> Uh, and then the fan cave, huh? Yeah, fan cave, uh, two to three. We so who have, does that show, the fan cave? Uh, it's usually Bree Maestas along with Ryan and Roman Rome, Romero. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then it's uh, Mile High Huddle. Okay. Then DSB. Mm-hmm. Afternoon Drive, the new Afternoon Drive with Anilo Piro and Cody Rourke. Talk of Colorado, and then it's time to go home. Thanks. So you got to be here all day for that? I am here until after afternoon drive. Wow. That's a long it's day. It's a 12 hour That's day. That's almost child abuse. Should I alert child services? I'm getting paid for it. No. <laughs> and I'm getting paid handsomely. Okay. Well, uh, good for you, bud. So, uh, thanks for your hard work. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy, Juan. Hey, Juan. What's up? What's up, dude? Driving back from Wyoming. What are you doing? Just got back from your old stomping grounds. Side? Nah, Santa Monica, bro. Santa Monica, you're a character, dude. <laughs> I, I'll, live in, I'll rather live in Long Beach than Santa Monica. Yeah, Long Beach is cool. Yeah, Just hit the cool. east side with the LBC. On the, yeah, that's, that's that's cool. I'm down with that. Oh, oh, this, this, the prices weren't too bad when I was out there. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I like it. What, are you driving that truck right now or what? Yeah. What are you hauling? Dirt. What kind of dirt? Half inch rock. Okay, drop a little pile off in my house for the backyard. I don't think your wife would like that too much. I won't say nothing. You won't say nothing. 
So I can even go with that one. What'd you, <laughs> what, what's, up, what's up with those Broncos? Did you like what you saw against the Cowboys? They didn't even, we even have our best players. Yeah, they did really well. They, they had no players. Their quarterback looked pretty decent. I know it's scrubs like us, uh-huh. know what I mean? But they still did caught the balls and received that 89 and 84. Is that what it was? I think there's, there, you know, it's like you can, what the Lions won, they went 4-0 in the preseason and then 0-16 in the, in the regular season, whenever it was, 10 years ago. Um, but They've always went 0-10, right? Well, I just think there's something you can take from the preseason games of like a standard of this is the kind of ball we're going to play. They don't score a lot of points on us. You know, if they give up, you know, 27 points, well, then they would have gave up 27 points. You'd have felt like you were gashed a little bit. And you would have been like, well, the scheme stuff or our depth stuff or whatever. But, I mean, I thought it went perfect. I don't think it could have went really any better, to be honest with you. Yeah, the offensive and they could be a little bit better in the run blocking, but oh well, we're getting there. And it's the backup. Well, the offensive line was pretty much starting, right? Well, we went in there and spanked the Cowboys last week, and then the Cowboys went and did the same thing with the Chargers, and the Cowboys destroyed the Chargers. Ezekiel running through guys, and there was fights, and I guess the Chargers look like poop. Well, they always are poop, no matter what, especially with them colors too, and changing their name. I just think that the oh, the Raiders and the Chiefs. Those extra, or the, I'm sorry, the, the Chiefs are going to be good. The Raiders and the Chargers, those extra wins that kind of got them to 10 last year, the Broncos are going to take those couple few extra wins away. So those two teams are more like eight-win teams to me. I might got it all wrong about the Chargers. And Justin Herbert might be from the first church of nothing but the truth. But also, I got to see it again, and I got to see them kind of do something um, special before I can believe I know the Broncos are on the verge. I know they're going to be good. What's up? Hey, uh, there's, a, there's a commercial, I don't know, I think it's FanDuel or something, but the end of the commercial, it goes like this, okay, let's ride. Like, what the heck, dude? Everybody's copying Russell. Oh, everybody. Tomorrow, yeah, everybody's less riding. Everyone's riding now. You know? Did, did you see that one commercial with the Gronk, oh, The subway commercial? Which one? It's the subway commercial with Gronkowski. Charles <laughs> Barkley, there's, there's a lot of people on it. Yeah, yeah. they're all... And then Gronk goes, what are we doing? He's like, oh, this dude's cool, dude. That dude's a cool dude. You know, he, you know, he enjoys having fun. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think Russell Wilson is just right. I'm good with Russell Wilson. Everything about it. he's a pro. Anyone who's like so professional all the time is gonna they're gonna think he's kind of goofy or uptight or can't like let loose. Nah, man, he wants to win. He knows the importance of winning, and he knows his, he has so much legacy at stake. If Russell Wilson wins a Super Bowl here in the next year or two here with the Broncos, he's going to be catapulted back up to a stratosphere where we're going to look at him as, you know, a top 10 quarterback of all time. Right now, he's probably a top 15, 20 quarterback of all time. If we're going to go through quarterbacks all time, Russell Wilson probably be, really? Then we can do this. Maybe we'll do this the rest of the show. He's going to be slotted somewhere around 15 to 20, somewhere in between there. Ahead of the Phil Sims of the world and the Boomer Assassins. But I don't know, maybe behind the Jim Kellys of the world. Maybe behind the Dan Marinos of the... I'm not sure. we got to chop it up and talk about it. we got to think about it. Okay, so so let's say this happens. Let's say they they end up winning, going to six Super Bowls and winning four. Oh, well, then we're talking about Russell Wilson like we're talking about Peyton and Tom. 
Because it'll happen. Because well, Tom will be done. Okay. We'll be, it'll, that sounds wild, yeah. but yeah. Say, I mean, yeah. let's be realistic. Say Russell Wilson wins. Um, they go to four Super Bowls in the next eight years, and they yeah. win two of them. Well, again, yeah. four Super Bowls in eight years would feel like they're in the Super Bowl every year. And again, you know, winning two of them would put you in a class. Again, Peyton has two. John has two. Rogers won. Yeah. Favre won. Um, it just keeps you out of the. You know, we'd be talking about him like we do Montana and Peyton well, and Elway. I'm talking about the franchise. What, what would the franchise be? Oh, that'd be sick. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, that, that'd be so great. Taking over new ownership. Going, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Definitely, we'd... We definitely would be over the... New well, the listen, Patriots, that's right? happened before. New ownership went into the Dallas Mavericks, and Mark Cuban got them a championship, changed everything. New ownership went to the Clippers. They had the worst owner, creep, pervert, racist, and one of the worst guys of all time. And Steve Ballmer yeah, comes in. <laughs> they, be, they become... I wish he's rich. They become winners, <laughs> incredible winners, the Clippers, are looked at like as a winning kind of brand now. Same thing with the Seahawks' new owner guy. He died, Paul Brown, whatever it was. Not Paul Brown, uh, Paul... All, uh, I guess we'll never know. Um, now you know the whole story. What? Now you know the whole story. Yes, I like it. I like what you did there. You know that dude, Paul? That dude, that's his name, right? Paul something? Paul... Snakes, snakes. Hornig, I don't know like snakes. That. Oh, Paul Hornig? Hornig? You know the whole, oh, you know yeah. the whole story. That's his name, right? Oh, yeah, Paul, Paul Hornig. Hornig. You cheated. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He was gambling. Hey, we got to go. Good stuff. All right. Broncos, we everybody else sucks. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> yeah, man, I think, I think that thing is just in the middle of becoming even a bigger phenomenon. It's, it's funny, man. Yeah, right now it's kind of undeniable. Yeah. Do you have a problem with Russell Wilson? How do you look at Russell Wilson? Do you agree with some people's thoughts and, and the perspective and, and on who this guy is? I'm, I'm under the impression I'm under the uh, jury still out, tree of thought here. He's a guy. What do you like, and then what do you not like? Let's start with the likes. I, I like the fact that he's the an absolute gamer. Yeah. I still I, the injury last year is where I kind of pause for concern. I know it's not an injury that there is no injury history. Yeah. But until he proves, because last year last year's the first time he's ever been injured. In a pro game, ever ever miss getting? It wasn't a knee or anything. It was just a hand injury. It was not a lower body injury. But I've also seen injuries on guys where they've never had an injury in their professional career, and then as soon as it takes (laughs) it takes one, then all of a sudden something else. Okay. 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 Keep going. Keep going. It's a thing where I I want to see it before I really start to feed into the hype. Okay. I would say. Also, I don't. I'm also I'm still jury's out on this team regardless. I would say let loose, give yourself to the music. I mean, give you know let you know um, buy in. Uh, it, you could do a hook, line, and sinker because this this guy's the right guy for the job, the perfect guy. Russell uh, Russell Wilson and the standard of excellence and everything that he's brought to the franchise is, is he's demanding of it. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is so demanding of it in the fashion that. Russell Wilson, I think that Russell Wilson 
has con- you know changed this franchise around the vibe of this franchise, the complexion of this franchise more than Aaron Rodgers has. But that's from the perspective of them not doing anything yet and just really putting polish on it and becoming professionals. Um, Aaron Rodgers isn't professional. He's calling out his young receivers. He's coming to practice dressed like a goof, looking like Nick Cage from Conair. I think that had to be on purpose. It was kind of cute, but uh, it was. He's had a one too many shrooms. Well, just like. Um, I don't think he would have been like get on board type of like I you know you, you it's different than than Russell if that wouldn't you know I don't know if in the end Aaron Rodgers just would have went out there and thrown fifty touchdowns here in Denver and you would just would have had to like it or not you know be on board or not but Russell Wilson is bringing everyone's level of play up and like breathing and new life and new confidence into the entire franchise and to all of its players. So um, he's doing it in a, in a way that Aaron Rodgers would have never done it. And maybe for those reasons alone is the better, de- you know, the better decision for the team. Oh, no, I'm even though I only think Aaron that. Rodgers has about two more years left of high level play. And I think he's kind of done. No, I, I have no argument with that. Okay. Like I said, I, I, I like to have a little bit more caution going into things and yeah, I I I do think the the uh, Broncos now will be a good team. I'm hopeful, but I I'm always on the seat to believe a type tree. And but even then, like with Russell Wilson, like he should be in the Hall of Fame of superstar athletes that aren't even the biggest star in their own household. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that make Russell Wilson unique. All the Sierra stuff is true and real, and uh, like it or not, I think that rubs people the the wrong way a little bit um, when they just might want a guy who's uh, like Janet Elway, who's just famous because she's John's wife, or someone who's just like, again, people have never seen Peyton Manning's wife before, like in public ever, and that's on purpose. That kind of stuff is on purpose. So uh, it just... It will be him and Justin Verlander. <laughs> Verlander's having a great season as well. He's having a great season, but I mean, his wife is Kate Upton. Yes. Who's the biggest star in, among those two? Uh, I think Verlander's a Hall of Famer now. He is. Oh, bona fide. No, he, no I, he was a Hall of Famer two years ago. Is she still in, the, you know, in her prime? Yeah. She's, does she still do the I mean, it's still Kate Upton. Yeah. Giggity. All right. Okay, let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. A couple segments left here. It is 1129. No, I got to go to like lunch after. When I'm done with the show, it still sometimes feels like morning a little bit, where I'm like, let's go get that breakfast burrito. Now it's like I'm looking for a meal. All right. Danny Williams, along with my guy Andrew, back on their side. It's Molly Sports. Because I'm a hooker selling songs and my pimps are record label. This world is full of demon stocks and bonds and Bible traders. So I do. <laughs> Guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage Find them online at TotalBev.com You know, you go on a trip and you're in a rental car You kind of keep it on the same station the whole time You know what I mean? So it's like the same kind of four or five songs over and over and over again. So um, this is one of those. Still a good one. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Join the conversation. Had some nice calls this morning, a ton of text. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, again, we just got back in here 
yesterday from Cali, and it was great. California's great, man. Anywhere, anytime you go have like a good vacation somewhere, you're like, oh yeah, man, I should live. I could live here. We could. We should live here. Should pick up our lives and just go to live on Huntington Beach. I don't think it kind of works like that, but man, it's. Uh, we're at Santa Monica too. You know, we did the LA thing and went to Santa Monica Pier. And you know, Gil here, who's a legend, was telling me about stories from like the '60s and '70s when he's hang, hanging out with like the Beach Boys, uh, partying on Santa Monica Pier. It was, it's everything, man. It's really special. So I had a really good time with, with my family. Um, shout out to my guy Rob from Sharpest Rides. One thing we're in, and it was cool. And if it's been a while for you, we were in a rail car. It, I think it was. Uh, we were in a Pathfinder. I mean, it was cool, I guess. I wouldn't necessarily go buy me a Pathfinder, but the feeling of being in a new car, even if it's a new used car, it's a new car to you. And, like, again, the price, like, that, that car game right now, um, you got to find you a, a quality vehicle somewhere from people you can trust, um, and you got to have some options to do so. So, um, Rob's the general manager at Sharpest Rides, man, and he's, they, you know, Kevin is there, man. He's a hands-on boss, and I, I appreciate him for that. And he runs a tight ship, but you know, Rob, man, is doing all these little dirty work stuff, and man, he's a total pro. And Rob's one of the reasons why that company has gr uh, grown into a, an incredible product. Then Brandon, his son, man, I've known him for a long time. He's a good dude. He's a dad too, and those are, I got to just say, man, it's like a family thing down there. They're, they're, they're good people, and you can't miss that lime green everywhere. Um, and then you see all over town people with their sharpest rides, license plates, and that you know sticker in the back of their car. Well, there's a reason for all that kind of stuff, man. So um, you just need a vehicle. You got to go check those guys out. They really are the best with so many choices around town. They're not like the only good ones, but I can't vouch for anybody else. Everyone else is like getting bad reviews and like, you know, t taking heat and you're going to burn you, going to hustle you. They, they, they need, you know, they want you to get into the right car for you and they're not going to try to pressure you into stuff. That's kind of important. So uh, shout out to Rob and, and his dad too. And his son, Brandon. That's, those are good dudes. So, uh, okay. So Belichick, I'm hearing Belichick considering retiring at the end of this season right now uh what matt patricia's back and you know is flores a consultant on that squad and uh they got like a veteran laden coaching staff that might be ready to you know be handed off to how i don't know how in the world matt patricia could you know lead you know one year after josh mcdaniels who seems like he's been waiting for that job uh could give it to matt patricia but if belichick you know is really gonna has lost that zest for the job, man. Um, I'd be surprised because Mac Jones, they were a playoff team last year. He he looked pretty good, all things considered. I mean, fell right into their lap, 15 overall, and and delivered them. You know, isn't as big, as strong, and fast as some of these other guys. Looks more like an old-school quarterback than the new school and new-age Justin Fields, who is so dynamic. But, you know, um, Mac Jones, I, I think, looked the part. The part. Year two will say a lot if this guy is, um, you know, the truth or not. But Bill Belichick, he's the greatest NFL coach that there ever was. It's not close. And even if you had Tom Brady for all those years, the Patriots did it in a modern era of, of football where it's like parody. The parody in professional sports now, it's like, you know, damn, it's like the – Jaguars got up and who would they be? The Colts at the end of the year kept the Colts out of the playoffs. Like the best team from the worst team in the NFL, the gap is not a, it, far. It's a little gap. And the teams that are great have one or two or three more stars, a little bit more maturity, a little bit better coaching and experience. Um, so I just think that 
what New England has been able to do. There, you know, that's the greatest. That's you got to imagine the the New England sports dynasty. What they were is like the Showtime Lakers, but maybe greater. It's like Bill Russell winning eleven championships uh, with the Celtics and two as a, you know two as a, of those a player coach. It's 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 ridiculous. And um, when you look back at it, when you look back at it, man, you know Tom Brady was never Peyton. Tom Brady was never as smart as Peyton. Peyton doesn't need that armband to look at like Tom Brady always did to just make sure he's got the right player, the right call. Now, Peyton Manning's staying up all night, you know, rehearsing that stuff, so he don't have to have that kind of stuff. So, you know, the guys are different, but what was Tom Brady? I mean, just the kind of ultimate gamer, the absolute ultimate gamer, and the guy, the perfect guy to want to continue to be great while you're being coached. Always wanted to be kind of coached. Even Bruce Arian was hard on him a little bit, and they kind of, you know, found a way to, to work it out because Tom was a player. Now, I'm not saying you couldn't get on Peyton, but you didn't have to get on Peyton. You didn't have to get on Peyton, so... You know, New England's dynasty that they put together, and it was almost like kind of two, it's the greatest. Um, in NFL history, let me think, man. Are they better than the Steel Curtain? I mean, not as many Hall of Famers as all those guys. Mel Blount and uh, Lance Swan and Franco Harris and Terry Bradshaw and, you know, uh, you know, Mean Joe Green's not a Hall of Famer, I don't think, which surprises people, but, you know, a, 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 an all-time great player. Um yeah, man. Let's just Belichick is the greatest football coach ever. For one, it's like, you know, when you have all these descendants who go off and be and even if they don't have a lot of success, even if his, you know, the Belichick disciples haven't had a ton of success, it's a matter of time before, you know, one or two guys does. So again, he's you know, Belichick off the Bill Parcells coaching tree. Don't forget that. Um and Probably the GOAT, Pro, you know, again, because, you know, it's like no disrespect to Vince Lombardi or, you know, like Chuck Knoll, but it's like you owned the players back then. They were under your control forever. There was no free agency. You built a super team and you just kept it forever. There was no salary cap and structure. It was just like you created a super team and just able to maintain it. So, you know, if what New what New England is able to do in a modern era of of sport is kind of unparalleled and unheard of. Um yeah, and I think he's I think he's probably the best of all time. Probably the best. When it's all said and done. And I don't think he's going to retire at the end of this year. Actually, do you know what say um Say they're five and a five and twelve or six and eleven, and they kind of crash and burn a little bit. And there's no real belief in Mac Jones, and it was just a bit of a facade last year. I can, you know, there's a chance. You're an old man. You got nothing left to prove. Um, maybe you take a consulting gig, you know, with or you, you stay there as a consultant, or maybe you move to general manager, which he's been anyways. But you let someone else coach the team, and you still feel like like a lot of guys do. You um kind of shop for the grocery still and let someone else go out there and do all, you know, the long hours of the coaching, uh, you know, there at 4 a.m. and, you know, home when your kids are asleep. You kind of got to live, eat, and breathe football. He's an old man. You don't got that kind of responsibilities anymore. But a uh, guy like that you just think is going to coach forever. Andy Reid's an old man too. I wonder how many more years these guys have. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes will not be coached by Andy Reid for the entirety of his career. 
You know, that's that's for sure. That's totally that's just that, that that's not going to happen. At some point or another, Andy Reid will be replaced, whether it's by Eric Bieniemy or, you know, some other coach, who, whoever, you know, that could be. And then we'll see if Patrick Mahomes, who everybody think is just going to, um, you know, another planet in terms of his skill level and his trajectory. And he's going to win, you know, six or seven or eight Super Bowls, you know, au contraire, mon frere. Don't be so sure because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, we thought was going to win a bunch. We thought Breeze would win more. Russell Wilson thought he'd have one or two or three more. It's hard to win Super Bowls. Very hard. And I wouldn't be so sure that Russell Wilson's not here to take a couple of Patrick Mahomes Super Bowls away from him now. Take that for data. We can set up a break here. (laughs) So my guy Rob from Sharpest, I got to shout him out again. He's like, oh, yeah, I listen to the fan. But he said it in a way as though, like, only the fan exists. The fan's cool, man. But, man, you know, their brand, that, 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 that's a struggling brand right now. You know, if it, the Miley Sports is the brand that's coming up. Like the sharpest. That fan brand, man, it's a little, got a little stale. Their ratings, I don't know. So I love D-Mac. Don't, he's, a, he's a friend. Don't get me wrong. D-Mac and I were sitting at lunch together. When we pick up our phone, or someone in the restaurant said it, we just traded for Russell Wilson. And we look at our phones, and we're like, I just traded for Russell Wilson. So, I mean, those guys, just not the same. D-Mac ain't the same without Alfred and, and vice versa. And, you know, you know God, little, little, little old Mile High Sports, whose website gets 3 million hits, a banger. You don't sleep. I just say, don't, you know, be, don't sleep on the Mile High Sports brand, man. Uh, that app that uh, you, you can watch us on the website every single day, so easy. Uh, we, get, we got it going on. So um, that's it. Let's go to break. Set it up here. Come back. One final segment here. One final segment. We'll wrap it up a little bit. NFL news and notes. The Kadri signing kind of shook us up today a little bit to the core. Uh, kind of dangerous. Makes the Flames a little bit more dangerous, I think. Uh, I'm sure we'll have to see Kadri at some point in the playoffs next year. Why not? Why wouldn't we? The Nuggets schedule came out. We'll have a little bit of peek of that. We haven't mentioned LeBron's extension uh, of two more years, about $100 million. What that means for the Lakers, what that means for LeBron. I would have probably kept my... You know, he's he's a star now, man. He's got, like, the Omaha Productions thing going, like Peyton does. Maybe even bigger than that. I mean, you know, he's, he, he's, he's got a whole a life for basketball planned after his playing days, which includes maybe owning a Vegas NBA team. So we got all that to get into just a little bit of time. One final segment. Danny Williams. Andrew is producing the product today. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. It's My Life Sports. Be the death of me, at least we'll both be numb. And she'll always get the best of me, the worst is yet to come. All the misery possesses everywhere. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams is presented by Total Beverage. Find them online at totalbev.com. Great choice. Love it. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Final segment of the show here. Try to get a bunch in here. If you want to hit us up, we'll try to catch up on the text. Uh, if there's one or two that Andrew likes. And um, that's it. I don't know if we have time for a call. You could try. Try us, I guess. Um, yeah. Till noon now. We go till noon now. And it'll be a minor adjustment, but we'll get used to it. We'll, we'll work it out. And uh, we'll move forward. We'll move forward with it. Life's about change. Uh, 
The Nuggets schedule came out, and they have 16 primetime games. Our guy Nick out there said 23, if that includes, like, NBA TV stuff, uh, which is, you know, not a, a channel that everybody has. But 16, you know, nationally televised primetime games is more than, uh, like, the bottom nine teams have combined. And I think it ranks them, uh, I have to look, I think eighth or ninth. Uh, I'm good with that. I want the Nuggets to be on just enough TV where once they're winning 55, 57 games, everyone's not uh, jumping on the bandwagon and set, setting the expectations too high. But I'll tell you, man, they're over under of 49 games. You're, you're a totals guy, okay? That's a crush. That's a smash. That is, you know, all those wins that the 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 Jazz will have now left vacant in in the in the Nuggets division are going to be picked up by the Nuggets. You got Jamal Murray coming back. I saw some video of a little uh, man. It looked like in a, a small gym. It looked like in the in the uh, St. Mary's gym that me and the dads play at. You had um, Siakam with the ball and Michael Porter Jr. ding him up at the top of the key. And you had uh, Trey Young on another team and uh, and Steph Curry on one of the teams as well in the background just playing defense. And it's just one little clip in Piaka, uh, um, uh, Paca, what's his last? Siakam. Did I say that right? Now it's not sounding right. Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Siakam. Yeah, Siakam. I, just, I, I talked myself out of it. Uh, had to take like a long contested jumper that Michael Porter Jr. was right in his eyeball and bricked it off the back of the rim. And, you know, if that's the kind of stuff that Michael Porter Jr. is doing right now, then, I mean, he's got a lot to prove, man. Michael Porter Jr. has got a lot of Jerry Judy in him. You know, a lot of supposed to be this and supposed to be that. Well, we're still waiting. We are absolutely still waiting on those two guys. And what, you know, um, seven foot with a shooting ability, uh, ability, you know, that of which few guys in the world can do, like Kevin Durant. Again, Giannis is big and lengthy, but he can't shoot the damn ball. He'll shoot an open three every now and then, but he ain't no shooter. His game's about his power and his length and his, um, you know, overall scoring ability. Not shooting ability so the set of skills that michael porter jr has the ability he has is so unique so very unique and like so very special that's what's frustrating it's like the jerry judy all you're hearing about is jerry judy's got the greatest footwork anyone's ever seen on planet earth okay well then what i mean cool Getting over, you know, it's like that's got to translate into a lot of production this year, or people will have turned on this guy pretty quick. If he has, if he's pissed during game three and moping on the sidelines because he's only had five catches and five catches in the first couple games and is, you know, has two catches at halftime, that kind of stuff, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to fly, and people will have totally turned their back on the guy. So we'll, you know, we'll see if Russell Wilson could turn this guy into a professional because Jerry Judy's not a professional anymore. He was an elite amateur. He was an elite amateur player. Now he's a professional by paycheck, but not by status. So far, he's done nothing in this league. While other guys in his class like Justin Jefferson have been incredible players. It's just that simple. 
Oh, freaking CeeDee Lamb's incredible. Ayuk, there's still the version. The jury's out on him. Chase Claypool's in that draft as well. Uh, Denzel Mims is like a lot of guys, a lot of talented guys. A couple of those guys have had, you know, about as much success as Jerry Judy, but also Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb might be the number one and number two receivers in the entire league this year, maybe after Cooper Cup. So, you know, take that for data kind of stuff in my mind. Jerry Judy's just got a lot, a lot, a lot to prove. And we're waiting. We're waiting. <sighs> okay. couple minutes left. Anything we left in the cutting room floor, Andrew? Cardinals up early on the Rockies? Yeah, it was 3-0. I, th- I believe that's still a score. In the first? Who's thrown for Colorado? Ugh. Sensatella. Ooh. I used to like him. And I think he might be hurt. Oh, that's not Somebody's good. Somebody's being limped off the field. Okay. Wearing purple. Oh, shoot. No, uh, LeBron James. Yes. Uh, the two years, $97 million contract. With um, He wasn't eligible for a no-trade clause in there, but, I mean, he's LeBron. But, you know, maybe, I don't know. If it was to go wrong in L.A. again this year and they were another, like, 35 or 40-win team, his, then maybe the tune might change when he sees the ability again. You know, LeBron's probably 90% of the player he once was, 88% of the player he once was, but of being one of the greatest players of all time, and that's still better than almost every guy in the league other than about 10 or 12 or 15 guys. LeBron's still that guy. But if it was to go really wrong this year in L.A. again, I'd assume that maybe LeBron would want one more run at a championship. I'm sure he'll have his eye on what Cleveland, if Cleveland will continue, you know, get better with all that young talent and all those trees they have. And then Miami, you know, it's Pat Riley, um, who's uh, um, one of the greatest of all time at orchestrating teams and talking stars into, you know, coming to his team, building super teams. One of the greatest to ever do it, so... Thought that LeBron deal wasn't surprised by it. I guess he's got you know bigger plans than just basketball. I think, but also I wouldn't think he'd want to go out a loser in LA. Uh, that's the whole show. Whenever you want to play music, it's cool with me. Good job, Andrew. Appreciate it. I'm and I try not to be as difficult as Gil or uh, Eric, but there's a few little bells and whistles and things like that that I do appreciate that you guys do. So if you're here tomorrow, we'll see you tomorrow. If you're not, then hang in there till. The end of the day today, you got a long one. It is officially Danny, so you will be stuck with Danny tomorrow. Okay. Well, uh, Monday, still TBD. All right. Uh, appreciate it's you, a buddy. Pleasure. Yeah, you too, buddy. Uh, for Andrew, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. I'm gonna wait for the music before I say it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. That's the best part. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. Bye. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I guess I got my swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. Hugh blows. Or the big face rolly. I got two of those. Arm out the window. Do 